the wheel of time turns. In the country of Gildan, four wanderers are blown together by the ice-cold winds of civil war. What hero's journey might the pattern weave on their noble path? Get a load of these ones! <laughs> this is Who's Taking Watch, a show where we play D&D in our favorite worlds to tell some improvised fan fiction. I'm Brad, your DM for this arc set in the world of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. With me is Zach, playing a surly sellsword with questionable social skills. My name is Dirk, son of Nanya, son of business. Michelle, playing Tao, a young boy who's trying to meet up with his literal brothers in arms. Eleven brothers and sisters, I'm very well versed in secrets. Marty as Paige, a charismatic herbalist looking for adventure. You expect me to tell you my life story when I've barely known you three days. And Victor as Lior, an ogier who's just trying to make sense of it all. We did nothing wrong. Really? Um, we killed someone. We? Mm, that's a very generous use of the word we. And yet, our heroes live in dark times. What are we going to do against the army of the Falls Dragon? He'll have nothing to fear from us just so long as he should walk in the light. Tal, get away! Trolloc! And I'll just charge. You just hear like a... Inside of your mind. So you guys are making your way to... This is gonna go so poorly. (laughs) Their path is lined with great triumph. Natural 20. (laughs) Tremendous tragedy. That is a natural 20. Oh, Oh, God. And whatever this is. We don't need certainty. We just need a knight. (laughs) <laughs> friggin' die. <laughs> oh, we're so far off the rails. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back on track as we turn the page and begin the first chapter of Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. Do you think the Dark One could be watching us? Our first competitors are Delta Quicklight of Class Gold and Briar Nightshade of Class Red. Hey, good luck, Mosshead. You got this. Delta stepped forward onto the arena, a confident smirk on her face, while Briar looked more reserved but determined. The two students faced off eyeing each other up and down as the crowd watched with bated breath. Long ago, the world was at war. But then the ten dragons arrived and changed everything. They brought peace to the world and gave us the gift of magic. Those who can use that magic are called sorcerers. But that is about to change. My name is Nova. And this is the story of how I became the first warlock. Warlock. Episode 18, let the tournament begin. The stage was set for the first round and the crowd roared as Briar and Delta stepped onto the platform to face each other. 
The two students eyed each other up and down, assessing their abilities before the match began. Ren gave Astrid a hug as he left to go sit down in the student section. Hey, don't worry about Nova, Mrs. R. Something tells me she's gonna make it here just fine. Thank you, Ren. I'm so glad Nova has a friend like you. Good luck on the tournament. Rick ushered the two combatants to their starting positions. I've heard incredible things about you, Briar. I can't wait to see what you can do. Likewise, you have an impressive legacy. Make sure you don't hold back. I am so lucky to fight Briar for this first match. I can definitely prove myself with a win. The tournament platform rose high above the ground with a commanding view of the stands. The surface was tiled with smooth, cold stones that glinted in the sunlight. Briar took a deep breath, feeling the energy of the earth coursing through her as she stood on the platform. She closed her eyes for a moment, focusing her attention on the ground beneath her, searching for places where her plants could take hold and grow. Meanwhile, Delta stood poised and confident, her eyes fixed on Briar with an intense gaze. Round one, begin! Briar and Delta sprang into action, their movements like a dance as they circled each other, each one waiting for the other to make the first attack. Briar's eyes never left the ground, scanning it for any signs of life. There. She spotted a small crack in the stone tiles and directed her focus there, allowing her powers to flow into the crack and coaxing a tiny green sprout to emerge and grow into a vine. Delta lifted her arms and shifted the gravity around them. Briar felt the weight of the air change, pulling her downwards. She stumbled, but quickly regained her footing. Her vine shot out of the ground at Delta, but she leapt back out of the way. Come on, Mosshead, you can do this! Delta is quite the opponent. I've seen her practicing on the training field almost every day. Flip Flywing, Legacy Swarm. Flip, a frog folk sorcerer, plopped down in a seat next to Ren in the stadium. He was munching on a pungent snack that Ren could swear he could still see moving. Yeah, yeah, but she's got nothing on little Miss Green Thumbs. This is such an exciting event. I love getting the chance to see our peers in action. It's a shame they can't hold a candle to my skills. Just you wait, Ren. The two students continued to circle each other, their movements fluid and graceful. Briar directed the vine towards Delta, hoping to ensnare her in its grip. But Delta was too quick, and she deftly sidestepped the attack, her body moving with incredible speed. Damn, so fast! She must have made herself lighter to be able to maneuver that quickly. Briar continued to search for ways to use the terrain to her advantage. She spied a small patch of moss growing on the edge of the platform and sent her power surging towards it, urging it to grow and spread. Delta watched in amazement as the moss grew rapidly, covering the entire platform in thousands of flowers. Oh, no you don't. Delta countered with a burst of gravity. Briar found herself floating helplessly in the air. Let's see you dodge this, Scorching Ray. Briar was quick to respond. Plants sprouting out of the moss created a thick shield of leaves and thorns. The shield barely protected her from the heat of the attack, Ah! burning it away in an instant. Briar is incredible. I feel like she has the chance to win this whole tournament. If she can beat me, of course. Oh, I wouldn't mind fighting her in the finals. I can tell she's been holding back on me when we train. I'd better end this quickly. I'm going to have to use that attack. Delta clapped her hands, holding them together as she focused her energy into her palms. Gravity burst! She pushed her hands away from her, releasing a small bead of energy towards Briar. Once it reached the center of the arena, it stopped and began to pull everything towards it. Briar braced herself with vines on the ground, 
feeling the incredible power of the attack as she struggled to stay in place. She felt herself begin to be lifted into the air, pulled towards it. Had enough? Delta clapped her hands once again and reversed the flow of gravity, slamming Briar into the ground. The force sent Briar tumbling across the platform. But as Delta approached her opponent to claim victory, she realized something was wrong. Got you! <laughs> Wait, Briar, are you okay? Delta ran to the center of the arena to get a closer look at the downed sorcerer. Briar lay completely still with her eyes closed. Why doesn't Professor Rivers call the match? I think it's over. Poor Briar. Poor Briar? Oh, <laughs> she's not done. Delta slowly approached Briar. Suddenly, Briar's eyes shot wide open. Got you! Delta leapt backwards away from Briar, maintaining distance in case of an attack. But it was too late. Delta began to feel dizzy, strength leaving her body. What's happening? Briar leapt to her feet while Delta started to tumble, her energy ebbing away. Those aren't just regular flowers. The minute they grew across the arena, you started breathing in pollen. Pollen that makes you get very sleepy. How did... when? Delta collapsed to the ground, Briar growing a bed of flowers to catch her. Well thought, Delta. You are truly incredible. The winner! Briar Nightshade of Glass Red with an impressive bit of deception. If the theater professors are here, maybe look at her for your next show. Briar approached Delta and pulled out a small vial, carefully removing the cork to reveal an intense smell. As Delta inhaled the aroma, her eyes shot open in surprise. She looked at Briar in disappointment. You won. Huh. Come on, let me help you up. Briar extended her hand to Delta, lifting her to her feet. They walked over to the student section together. Briar found a seat near Wren while Delta walked over to Savrina and Brezia. Her face was downcast, and her steps were slow and heavy. Suddenly, Wren stood up and called out to her. Yo, Gravity Girl! Pretty awesome stuff! Fight me next! Thank you, Wren. Delta's frown quickly shifted to a smile at Wren's words. Couldn't even make it through your first match? I thought you were better than that. Sorry, Savrina. She was tough. You did an amazing job! Briar is a tough opponent. She's easily in the top three of our year. It doesn't matter unless she's number one. Nice work, Rosebud. Real sneaky. Thanks, Bonehead. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm ready to go. But Xander says our match will be like next to last. Something like a 98% chance. Rick once again took to the arena, lifting the scrolls into the air. And once again, a billowing dragon made of smoke made its selection. It looks like our next match is... Kira, Bloodweaver of Class Blue, and Lyra, Darkwater of Class Bronze. Let's get this over with. I'm freezing out here. Kira and Lyra stepped onto the arena, eyes locked on each other. Kira appeared calm and serious, while Lyra beamed with pride. I hope you're ready to lose, Kira. My legacy is unbeatable, and you're no match for me. Hmm, we'll see about that. How exciting. This match is already off to a tense start. This fight is already giving me chills. Two close-range legacies. Head to head. Who will be victorious? All right, you two. Begin! As the match began, neither of the students moved immediately. Suddenly, Lyra pulled an apple out of her pocket, and with a squeeze of her hand, the apple was turned into small, multicolored gems, all of them perfectly smooth. Lyra Darkwater, 
Legacy Gem. My legacy works with anything I touch, including body parts. So you better keep your distance. I bet you'll have a promising career in the jewelry business. Oh, you think that's all I can do? Lyra launched the marbles with lightning fast speed and precision. Each orb hurtled through the air with deadly velocity, capable of drawing blood if it found its mark. Kira's movements, however, were a blur of motion. She ducked, weaved, and sidestepped with supernatural speed, dodging the marbles that rained down upon her with almost impossible agility. Oh, I knew training with Xander would be useful. That pipsqueak knows a thing or two about predicting attacks. Take this! Lyra's frustration boiled over, her breathing ragged as she frantically scooped up handfuls of marbles from the arena floor. With fierce determination, she launched them at Kira with even greater speed, the marbles whistling through the air like a deadly swarm. But just when Lyra thought she had the upper hand, Kira disappeared in a swirl of haze, using Misty Step to reappear behind her in an instant. Lyra spun around, her eyes blazing with a fierce intensity, ready for Kira's attack. You think I'm, I'm I'm not prepared for something as as obvious as Misty Step? Lyra's eyes narrowed in determination as she hurled a handful of marbles at Kira in a wide, sweeping arc. The tiny orbs flew through the air like a shimmering wave, aimed to catch Kira off guard and knock her off balance. But Lyra wasn't finished yet. With lightning-fast reflexes, she reached out with the other hand, aiming to grab Kira and prevent her from dodging out of the way. Her fingers closed in on Kira's form, ready to seize her and end the fight once and for all. When she slips out of the way, I'll be ready to grab her. To Lyra's surprise, Kira didn't dodge the oncoming marbles, but took the hit head on, reaching through the barrage and grabbing Lyra on the wrist that was reaching towards her. <laughs> you should have been the one worried about getting close. Now, human puppet! Lyra suddenly went limp. Why don't you go back and have a seat? This is over. Pretty confident, revealing how your power works to an opponent. A mistake I'm sure you won't make again. Lyra walked out of the ring and back up to her seat. The crowd began to roar after the exciting match. And the winner is Kira Bloodweaver. What an action-packed match. You know, I've never understood how Kira's legacy works. What, she just tells people what to do? It's a very guarded secret. Only those who really know her understand how it works. But from what I've gathered from my research, she basically pushes her mist into another person's mist, creating a bond with them that allows her to control them. So she couldn't control like a cow or something? Exactly. They need to have mist. Unless, somehow, the cow is a sorcerer. Kira walked back to her seat tending to the cuts she received from the barrage of gemstones. As she walked up the stairs, she slipped a ruby into her pocket, one of the many magical stones created by Lyra. I think I deserve that much. The rest of the early matches flew by in a flurry of activity, the air alive with the crackle of magic and fierce cries of the combatants. Some matches ended in a swift and decisive blowout, with one sorcerer dominating their opponent from the first move. Others were more evenly matched, with sorcerers locked in a fierce struggle that could have gone either way. Finally, it was Balthazar's turn to take the stage. Uh, let's get this over with. Like I'm going to have a problem with you, dweeb. What are you, 90 pounds? Begin the match! <laughs> Once you get a taste of my cryoblade, you'll be sure to. 
As soon as the match began, Balthazar appeared directly in front of Soren, catching him off guard. What? How did you- Toxic spray! Balthazar raised his hand, and from his palm, a toxic gas billowed forth in a sickly green cloud. The noxious fumes filled the arena, choking the air and obscuring the sorcerer's forms from view. It was impossible to see more than a few inches in front of their faces. As the clouds began to dissipate, Soren slumped to the ground, unconscious. His lungs were filled with Balthazar's potent poison, and he lay there, helpless and defeated. The silence of the arena was deafening, broken only by the sound of Balthazar's footsteps as he walked away, victorious. The stunned crowd let out a cheer as he walked back to his seat. Balthazar of Class Blue is the winner! A good reminder to never underestimate an opponent based on appearance. They can be deceiving. I suppose I shouldn't be surprised. You had a 97% chance of winning. You're lucky his legacy wasn't Pyroblade. Some fire could have made things very different. Uh, well, duh. I wouldn't have charged in there if he was a fire user. I have other techniques, thank you. Still, I'm surprised it took me that long to beat him. Don't get ahead of yourself, dweeb. What's the chance of Balthazar beating Severina? Uh, I can't seem to be able to... Thander! Two percent. See? This is just the beginning. Pace yourself. Well, you don't need to rub it in my face right after I won! As the students chatted, the smoke dragon made its next selection, dropping the scroll to Rick's outstretched hand. For our next match, it's black and gold, Dimon Darkblood, and Brezia Eris! The two students made their way down, Brezia anxiously fiddling with a buckle on his sorcerer uniform, while Dimon casually walked down, loot over his shoulder. As they reached the arena, Dimon scoffed as he waited for Brezia to take his place. Dimon Darkblood. Legacy? Shadow Shred. Let's see these two in action. Go! Brezia nervously waited for Dimon to make a move, but Dimon simply stood in his place. Suddenly, he raised his arm. I surrender. The crowd let out a gasp. I think it's barbaric to force us to compete against each other in such a violent, archaic way. I won't be a part of it. Rick stepped back onto the platform. Are... are you sure? This means you will take a failing grade for this portion of the exam. OTDs, you're right. Let me ignore my moral principles to succeed within a system I'm actively protesting against. On second thought, no thank you, Rick. It's Professor Rivers, please. Sure thing, Rick. Dimon walked back up to his seat, with some members of the audience clapping. Brezia breathed a sigh of relief as he walked back to his class. Ah, oh, think the ten. You won't get as lucky next time. Make sure you put up a fight. You looked pathetic up there. Don't embarrass us again. Sorry. Yes, Serena. I'm sure you're going to be amazing, Brezia. You're incredible. I've never used terraform outside of sparring. What if I panic? We'll be right here cheering you on. Anyhow, back to your regularly scheduled programming. It looks like next we have... Sabrina Rosick of Class Gold and Flip Flywing of Class Green. Finally, I was getting bored. Hey, good luck out there, Hops. She's going to be pretty tough. I've never been defeated either. I think I can give you all a good match. Flip walked nervously towards the center of the platform to face Sabrina, attempting to conceal his fear with a false sense of confidence in his gait. Despite his best efforts, 
Severina could sense his unease. If I take you down, I'll be the most popular guy in school, won't I? If, you frog. All right, you two. Fight! The audience became quiet as the two students squared up, staring each other down. Severina's eyes were fixed on Flip, analyzing every move he made. While Flip's eyes darted around the arena, subconsciously looking for an escape, the tension between the two of them was palpable, and the spectators could feel the electric energy in the air. Even the professors were on edge, waiting to see what would happen next. The silence was broken only by the sound of Flip's deep breaths and fluttering of Sabrina's cloak in the wind. All right, let's go. Swarm! In an instant, the air around him began to stir and shift. A low hum filled the arena. Sabrina looked up, stoic and calm as she saw what was forming above her. A massive swarm of dark insects coalescing in the air. Their wings beating in unison as they formed a swirling cloud around her. The hum grew louder and the cloud of insects began to descend, closing in on her from all sides. The sound of their wings was deafening and the air was thick with the rustle of their tiny bodies. I've heard some scary things about that legacy, like it can strip people down to the bone. Don't be such a doofus. Flip's never killed anyone before. Well, maybe he hasn't, but I bet someone with his legacy has. You're just a bunch of wimps. They're just bugs. Let's see how you handle this. With a flick of his wrist, Flip sent the swarm of bugs to an otherwise indifferent Sabrina. What he didn't notice was the dark cloud that had formed high above them both. As the insects began to fly towards her, a downpour began, soaking the insects to the ground below. What? Impossible! That's all your legacy can do? <laughs> Weak. Sabrina crouched low, coiling her legs beneath her like a spring ready to be released. She focused her energy, and a powerful gust of wind formed behind her, propelling her towards Flip with incredible speed. She struck him hard with a kick, the force of her blow sending him hurtling out of the arena. For a moment, it seemed as though the match was over, but then something strange happened. Just before Flip could hit the ground, another gust of wind blew him back onto the platform. Flip gasped for air, struggling to his feet. Is that all you've got? If my swarm won't work, I'll try this. Flip's fingers traced in the air as he muttered arcane words under his breath. Suddenly, he began to fade from view, his body becoming hazy and indistinct until he vanished entirely from sight. Sabrina stood motionless for a moment, her eyes scanning the arena for any sign of her opponent. She felt a sudden surge of energy. Her hair began to stand on end as static electricity crackled around her. Without warning, she lifted her arms into the air, the electricity arcing between her fingers as she searched for Flip's location. The static electricity sensed him nearby, and she unleashed a bolt of lightning that struck him squarely in the chest. For a moment, there was only silence, and then Flip's form flickered into view, his body writhing in pain. Severina didn't hesitate. With a powerful punch, she sent him hurtling out of the ring once more. But just before he hit the ground, a sudden gust of wind blew him back onto the platform. This is brutal. Yeah, you're telling me. This is more like torture than a fight. As Severina prepared to strike him once again, Rick slipped between the two of them, her punch sliding right off of him as he caught the unconscious Flip. Severina, the match is over. He's had enough. Fine. I just wanted to give these people a show. Stunned silence filled the arena as Sabrina made her way back to her seat. 
The sound of her echoing boots on the steps, mixed with the hushed whispers of her classmates and spectators. Sev, I think that might have been too much. We're training to be combat sorcerers, Delta. If he can't handle this, he won't cut it in the real world. I went easy on him. She barely even tried. That was cruel. I think I might surrender if I'm paired against her. Oh, please. It's not that hard to beat Flip. And honestly, she isn't wrong. She pulled punches compared to what real enemies will do. Well, folks, this is a fighting tournament. Some matches are going to be more intense than others. Rest assured, Flip will be tended to with the utmost care and be back on his feet in no time. Now, let's see who's next. Rick lifted up the last two scrolls in his hand as the smoke dragon descended upon him. It lifted one into the air before dropping it into his hands. You all are in for a treat. For our next match, get ready to be wowed by two showmen. Ren Desert Thorn of Class Red and Sander Quarkstream of Class Blue. Hell yes! I've been dying to get out there. Finally, our time to shine is upon us. The two students made their way to the arena, the crowd already cheering in excitement. Ren walked with confidence and bravado, Kate billowing as usual. Xander, however, grabbed his arm to prevent it from shaking. The two of them stood face to face. Oh, what's wrong, shrimp? You nervous already? Oh, quite the contrary, Ren. I'm not shaking from fear, but from excitement. (laughs) Let's give these people a show. Let the match begin! 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 Warlock, Episode 18. Let the tournament begin. Nova is voiced by Claire Clausen. Ren and Balthazar by Nick Akins. Briar by Jackie Webb. Brezia by Matthew Quattlebaum. Kira by Shelby Hall. Xander by Jeremy Cobb. Savrina by Chris Gideon. Flip by Daniel Storm. Lyra by Claire Sullivan. Rick by Isaac Otterman. Dimon by Brandon Meeks. Delta by Brianne Bushes. Astrid by Tamara Deering. Zarian and Mendel by Zachary Burrell. Special thanks to Wizards of the Coast. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on your preferred platform. Check out our Patreon for early access, filler episodes, behind-the-scenes clips, and other bonus content. Link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Next time on Warlock, students clash and hopes are dashed as the midterms continue. Just who will come out on top, brains or brawn? I just hope they don't keep going on without me. Episode 19, Rivals, next time on Warlock.